Hello, listeners. I'm Belma Vardy. Welcome to Heavenly Interventions, the podcast. When we make a wise decision in a crucial moment, it allows God to intervene. That happened when I was a child, the night the Berlin Wall went up. Let me read to you from the first chapter of my book, Because God Was There. I've entitled this podcast, Out of Chaos into Freedom, Part 1. Terror in the Night It was hot and sticky in Berlin one August night. I was five and a half years old. My grandmother, restless in her sleep beside me, pushed the blanket aside. We shared the only bed in the back of the electrical store and needed no covers on our sweaty bodies. I couldn't sleep, wondering what she had meant when she said, Something big is going to happen. It didn't sound good. Oma always seemed to know things before everybody else did. Many times I heard the story of Oma's premonition years earlier that something very bad was coming. She had stockpiled canned goods and preserved vegetables and fruit from her garden. She had been right. Her preparations helped her, Opa, and my mom survive World War II while many people died of starvation. For about six months now, she had been having similar feelings. When Oma sensed something was about to happen, Opa paid attention. I could hear Opa snoring beside her. He had come home to our little store late after making house calls to fix electrical problems. He seemed concerned about the intensity of political unrest in Berlin at that time and often talked to Oma about it. I drank in my beloved grandparents' conversations and, in spite of my age, was aware of the politics in our city. Since the war, the Russians ruled the city's east side and the Allied nations ruled the west. Opa said everyone was talking about the Russians being very angry, that many people from the east were coming into West Berlin looking for better jobs. The Russians were losing good workers. Just this week, 12,500 had come across. That was 2,000 more than last week. Oma huffed that it was their own fault. Who would ever want to stay in East Germany under communism anyway? After all, the unfortunate East Berliners were fed up. There were no jobs, and there was no food for them in the Russian-controlled East. I had heard her say that she and Opa were relieved that when the city was divided, both our apartment and store were in the West and we did not have to live under communism. Now rumors were that the Russians would tighten up the borders so people couldn't get out. We didn't know that Nikita Khrushchev, the Russian prime minister, had told East Germany they needed to close the border because the mass exodus of citizens 
was wreaking havoc on the economy. It was all a big secret until that night. It was two o'clock in the morning. Unable to sleep, I was lying staring into the darkness when a sudden roar broke the stillness of the night and intensified rapidly. Before I could react or process what it might be, the darkness was split by great strobes of light flashing through the store's windows next to the room where we were sleeping. Oma and Opa were suddenly awake. Stay! We don't know what's happening! Oma urged me as they jumped out of bed and ran to the front of the store to look outside. Our little black-and-white, wire-haired fox terrier, Pulze, was barking hysterically. Frightened, I stood on our bed crying, trying to see out a window. The street was lit up as if in daytime. Beams from hovering helicopters illuminated hundreds of people in pajamas, stampeding in confused terror past our store. Screams came from every direction. Opa opened the store's door and stepped out. What's happening? he yelled. People were too terrified to respond. Bursts of staccato machine gun fire intensified the shrieks and piercing screams as Russian soldiers on horseback pounded the pavement in pursuit, trying to kill or capture the unfortunate ones. My grandparents reacted quickly. Opa grabbed sheets of plywood to board up our store windows and make it look like no one lived there. Just as quickly, Oma, who during the war had seen soldiers kidnap and abuse little girls, grabbed scissors to cut my hair short. I knew she was protecting me. I didn't object to the hair cutting. I hugged my bunny close and stifled a sob. My teeth were chattering. I was trembling all over. She put my hair into a ponytail and cut straight across. I covered my face with both hands and didn't even see it fall to the floor. Reassuring me that everything would be fine, Oma dressed me in boys' clothing and stuffed me in the laundry hamper. Because of all the chaos... I am not sure of some of the facts. I had the impression that down the street, great slabs of concrete were being lowered from cranes to form a wall between East and West Berlin. So much yelling, so much terror. Homes and families were ripped apart that night. If a house happened to be in the way, the concrete was dropped right through the middle, either killing the occupants or separating family members who happened to be in different parts of the house. Those sleeping in one part of the house were instantly in East Berlin. They were tossed on trucks like sacks of sludge and taken away to be slaves. People in the opposite part of the house were now in West Berlin. If the divided families ever saw each other again, it likely was not for 30 years, the lifespan of the famous Berlin Wall that now secured the border separating East 
from West Berlin. Minutes after Opa finished boarding up the store and we had hidden ourselves, we heard the Russians at the door. The slamming of their fists could have smashed it, but they were kicking it with heavy boots. I was quivering from panic and must have been whimpering because Oma shushed me from outside the hamper. I was sure they would hear my heart pounding if they got in. Their voices were cold, harsh, and merciless. My grandfather had learned to speak some Russian during the war, and he understood them to say, It's all boarded up. Nobody lives here. The banging ceased. The leaden footsteps paused and receded. Terror left with them. Relief flooded us, and I felt I could breathe again. We were alone once more. And that, my listeners, is a little bit of the first chapter of the book called Because God Was There. Precious listeners, I want to talk to you about this for a moment. In the story, my grandmother had pre-warned my grandfather. He already had the plywood ready should something happen. Prayerfully, he made a plan. Let me ask you a question. When you know tough times are coming, what do you do? Do you pick up extra food before the stores are empty? Do you ensure to have water source? Or do you acquire necessities? In the story, my grandfather made a decision. When we woke up, he reacted very quickly, grabbed sheets of plywood he had on hand, and boarded up the store windows to make it look like no one lived there. He followed his plan. My grandfather had discernment, guidance, and wisdom from the Lord to do such a thing. As a result, the Russian soldiers bypassed our door and went on to the next, thinking, no one lives here. It makes me think of part of Second Timothy 4, verse 2. Be prepared in season and out of season, with great patience and careful instruction. We need to live tuned into the Spirit, because we never know when we will be required to take action at a moment's notice. We need to respond out of faith, not react out of fear. Oma knew and sensed something was afoot, but Opa took the action. They operated as a team. They trusted when they didn't know. Oma gave clues. Opa believed them. So when the time came, he immediately responded. I believe the decision to board up the windows saved our life that night. They could have captured us, separated us, or taken me with them. But God intervened and, through my grandfather's actions, kept us safe. Just like it says in Psalm 91, God covered us and hid us. Verse 4 and 5 say, He will cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you will find refuge. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day. It's important that we always look to God for guidance, discernment, and wisdom. 
and the leading of the Spirit, even when it does not make sense. Let's pray for that for all of us right now. Heavenly Father, we come before you today with hearts filled with gratitude and love. We thank you for your presence in our lives, for your love that casts out all fear. Lord, we know that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We want to live in that truth, free from fear, anxiety, and uncertainty. Lord, we ask for your grace to pay attention to the clues in our environment, especially when we feel lost or confused. Help us to trust that you are the one guiding us through every situation, and you have given us discernment to perceive the signs around us. May we not be consumed by fear, but rather be attentive to your leading. Open our eyes, Lord, to increase our awareness of what's happening around us. Let us not be ignorant of the events in the world, but let us see them through the lens of your truth. May our understanding be shaped by your wisdom and not by the fear-driven narratives of the world. Holy Spirit, we invite you to speak to our hearts and minds, guiding us in every step we take. We long to listen to your still, small voice so we can be prepared to take action when needed. Give us the courage and wisdom to act in alignment with your will. And Lord, when the time comes to take action, may we be obedient to your leading and follow your divine plan. Help us to set aside our fears and insecurities, trusting that you are with us every step of the way. Give us the boldness to act decisively, knowing that you are our protector and provider. We surrender our fears and anxieties at your feet, Lord, for your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Replace our fears with faith, our worries with peace, and our doubts with unwavering trust in you. Let your perfect love cast out all fear from our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. To hear more faith stories, please look for my book titled Because God Was There. You can order it through Amazon or from my webpage, www.celebrationofdance.com Well, I've loved this time together. It's always a privilege to be with you. I look forward to the next time we meet. Until then, God bless you in everything you do for Him.